So I I don't think I have a cold open necessarily. Cool. Uh, we can just. Do you no. want to just? Do I was going to say intro and log in. Uh, I I I do prefer doing a cold open. Uh, this doesn't have to be it, obviously, because I don't know if this is anything. I want to uh, ask. Okay. I want to ask you if this is anything, and we can leave it in or not leave it in, depending. Okay. Um, so I uh, have been going down a bit of a trip down memory lane as of late in all of this, you know, going, you know, uh, playing old video games and uh, watching movies I used to, you know, watch when I was a kid and whatever. Uh, We've been doing that, too. I've been mooching off of my family's Disney Plus account because that's piracy, apparently. Um, <laughs> so, and, and we've been watching a bunch of old movies on Disney Plus as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been cool. Yeah. Uh, and for some reason, like, weird things from my childhood have been coming back to me. Uh, and I, I want to know if this is anything. Because when I was a kid, there was a joke. I don't remember what the context was or where it originates. But it was the group of us... Um, it's occurring to me how nothing this is as I'm mm. saying it. Uh, but all right, we would say like it, it was in the era of like that's what she said and whatever and like that kind of like sex jokes, but without saying the word sex because that's too inappropriate for even us. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's like when we were quite young. Yeah. Um. So at one point, it became a joke of us saying "ride the pony," like. It, with that like that intonation yeah and that cadence of just like and also we made a, a motion of like slowly riding a, a little horsey okay with like the hands out like you're like you're holding the reins and like jump oh yes like, gangnam styling gangnam styling duh so, sort of been out with like the not the dancing necessarily but like just gently slowly bouncing like it's a very gentle ride of this pony <laughs> I've never heard of that. That okay. must have been like a regional thing. <laughs> maybe or maybe it was just nothing and we just were random TM kids. Maybe. Maybe that, I don't know if that came from anything because I, I, I don't think I've ever heard that. On a dumb playground in a dumb school and we didn't have anything <laughs> fun to do so we just came up with Ride the Poem. <laughs> decent segue into like pretty much everything so Mm -hmm. obviously there is a pandemic going on around the world and um we live in the united states and the united states has not been handling the situation very well and on a personal level both of us kind of aren't handling everything very well um i was lucky enough to have the opportunity to do pass fail at school so i've kind of low-key dropped my classes and i've been working at a grocery store during all of this so um, and to clarify for those who maybe uh don't know what pass fail means because i found this out last night i i was in the same boat as as leo uh, pretty much just like yeah whatever i'm giving up on my classes because i'm gonna pass fail i didn't realize that pass fail didn't mean 
we're just going to stop going to class and you just give us the grade that we currently have. Because I thought that's what it meant, but it's not, apparently. I I kind of think that's what it means at my school. I think your school is handling it very weirdly. Well, that's how FSU is doing it, too, so... From what I've been, like, I've been talking to my professors, like, back and forth, and they know that I'm, like, a pandemic frontline fucking worker, so I don't think they're gonna, like, demand yeah, that I turn I, in, I think like... it's maybe a different situation for you because you have, like, an excuse in, in quotation fair. marks for not doing your work. Meanwhile, I'm just a lazy schlub. I mean, like, we are all undergoing a globally traumatic event. Like, I don't think anyone should be, (laughs) should feel bad about, like, not doing so hot right now. Like, I haven't really been drawing a lot. Like, you know, we've both been pretty fucking depressed. Um, It's hard to really get anything done when all of this is going on. But, um, maybe. (laughs) Little (laughs) boy. Little boy's being angry. He's been angry all morning. Um, He wants us to fucking leave the house. No. (laughs) No, he's fine. He's not like that. Um, But yeah, uh, on a, a, I guess a lighter note, it's been shitty, but we're, we're kind of trying to do content and like, you know, we've been, I feel like we haven't really been talking a ton lately because we've both just been like, fuck dude, like I don't have any energy to do anything fun. Yeah. Um, But this is kind of our way of bridging the gap a little bit, catching up and like still working on something that makes us both happy and like, you know, be productive in quotes during all of this. Mm-hmm. And Not also that there should be any pressure to be productive right now, but like if mm-hmm. we can do something fun and make something out of it, then like might as well. And also <laughs> especially since we just haven't done anything in a while. I was going to say it's been a hot second since we've done anything with this podcast or our it YouTube channel. It sure has. Channel. It sure has, but like it's been shitty. <laughs> like yeah, it's been real bad. Been, things have been rough. I'm not uh arguing against that. Things have been pretty ouchy as of yeah, like, emotionally. Um We had we had a couple of ideas for some stuff that we wanted to do with our channel, but due to like technical issues, we don't know if they're gonna be like a thing, but we'll still try to upload like episodes and Jesse's got a got a cool little project in the can that um that we'll we'll discuss later and actually you know what i have um i have some stuff to upload to the channel too actually that i just like haven't put up so we'll we'll have some stuff coming Mm -hmm. um maybe not as grand as we were wanting to do originally but like we have some ideas um so that's a bummer but also do you want to intro the show yeah yeah okay um it's been a long time folks but (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to Best Boys Podcast, a show by film students, but not just for film students. I'm your host, Leo, in these trying times. And I'm your host, Jesse. I'm your co-host, Jesse. You're the other one. I'm I'm the other one. I forgot I was the other one. You forgot the bit. I forgot forgot the bit. bit. And I'm still here. I'm Jesse. (laughs) Despite it all, we're still here. (laughs) Despite it all, you're still you. Oh my god. I saw that. I saw like that Undertale screenshot, but it was, despite it all, it's still fucking March. (laughs) So horrible, but so on point. God. Alright, so for our first like little creative workshop talk that we haven't done in a while, I miss these. I like like talking shop with you. I know Mm -hmm. like 
you don't really get to do a whole lot at school and you don't always have like a ton to talk about but like my school is terrible and we're gonna get into that uh right after right after leo's bit yeah i think we're, we'll 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 discuss quite a bit how like kind of shitty jesse's um college experience has been but uh-huh. um uh, <laughs> unfortunately mine has been a lot better <laughs> unfortunately had, like you know fortunately for me but like i still feel bad um this past semester that I've kind of given up on, um, before everything went to shit in March, there was, um, I don't know, like, this is, th- apparently this is kind of a nationwide thing, but there's something called Campus Movie Fest, and it's, like, this traveling, like, group of folks, it's, like, a company, and they, they go to different, um, college campuses, and they have, like, a bunch of different equipment that you can check out, and, um, the challenge is you basically they give you all this equipment but there's a limited time to use it obviously and like they go to different colleges so it's a it's a short period of time so basically the challenge is to make a movie or a video or a film or whatever in a week um and like you submit it at this day and then like two or three days later there's like a premiere and like you go to see if yours made it or not that kind of pissed me off because i did did go to the premiere um but they didn't tell you like whether or not you made it in or not like beforehand which is like really annoying um but basically I like I had stuff that I was doing for school already and I wasn't really able to shoehorn this in yet but I had been watching a lot of defunct land obviously I still haven't really like talked in depth about you know theme parks and shit on here but I, I've, I've definitely skirted the edges but defunct land and like theme park YouTube's YouTube channels are like very cool and something that I've been like watching a lot but I watched Defunct Land's um, retrospective on Jim Henson and I was like really really inspired by like puppeteering and shit and like he did another uh, video about Ubi did you watch the Ubi episode I don't did... think so he has the the side series Defunct TV where he talks about mm-hmm. old TV shows that's where uh, you watched the the Dragon Tales one that was very very pretty and like I watched the Dragon Tales one and the Bear in the Big Blue House one Yes, those were both excellent videos. I really. I also those. watched the uh, the cat in the hat one. That was super weird. Oh, I think I watched that one too. I don't remember a whole lot about it. I should rewatch the video, but like, yeah, I I, I remember watching that one too. Um, but I never really grew up with the Muppets or Sesame Street because I was a very pretentious child, and I was like, you those sure are for were. babies. Those are for babies. I didn't like them. I like. I didn't like watching. Um, I didn't, I didn't really like watching those when it was, like, my time to, I guess. Like, I was definitely the right age, but I was like, no, I don't want to watch that. Um, I'm too good for Sesame Street, uh, which is not true. Nobody is too good for Sesame Street. Sesame Street's very good. I did I did watch stuff growing up that was, like, puppeteering. Like, I, I didn't really watch Bear in the Big Blue House that much, but, like, I was aware of it. Um, and like I watched a lot of Ubi, the 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 bear hand puppet things. Like, do you do you know what I'm talking about? What I mentioned I, in that show? I've seen the thumbnail for it, and I was like, that looks too scary for me. I'm not gonna watch it. It's so good. I love Ubi. It's like honestly such a sweet little show, and like I think the puppeteering style is very charming and interesting, and it makes for some like really interesting character decisions, and like everything is so much more like the the whole. Defunct Land mentioned that the whole, like, kind of premise of the show was simplicity, and as somebody that, like, grew up watching that, and I, like, was the target demographic, I very much agree, um, because Mr. Defunct Land, I believe, is a little older than me, so, like, Mm -hmm. I I definitely was, like, the, 
the demo. My, my sibling and I both watched it together. I, I think I was slightly too old for Noggin. You watched Noggin too. I watched Ubi Noggin. Ubi was on Noggin. I was... Ubi was on Noggin. Um, oh, weird. I never saw it advertised on Noggin. I was... So I was very different from you growing up because I engaged with, like, very... Like, programming that was, like, way too young for me, like, as I grew older. So, like, I was in fifth grade and I was still watching, like, the Land Before Time sequels and Veggie Tales and whatever. And everyone was like, what? What are you doing? Grow up, you little boy. Or whatever. Yeah, I think at that point I was into... When I was 10, I was getting into, like, Transformers Animated and, like, Harry Potter. And I feel like Harry Potter is, like, more young. Mature TM. Yeah, like, maybe, like, an older child rather than, like... I'm watching Dora and Blue's Clues. You were still doing that in fifth grade, really. You were still watching, like, preschool programming. That's really interesting. Not all the time. Like, I I was still... I did also watch, you know, like, Ben 10 and, uh, you know, normal shows, in quotes. But, like, I did also, like... If it was on, I would watch it, you know? If it was... Like, if it was Drake and Josh, I'd watch Drake and Josh. But if, like, I don't know, Clifford the Big Red Dog was on, I would be like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to check out this fun big red boy and all of his little adventures with his normal size dog friends i definitely watched noggin when i was i think slightly too old but i had the excuse of my sibling and i did genuinely enjoy it i and i think i told i think i huh i told people in school that i had a, a younger sibling that i watched it with <laughs> to, to oh have, you just lied I, oh my I god lied, that's hilarious i lied to some of my friends i was like yeah i have a little little sister that i you know i watch uh uh dora with so it's fine and my friend was like you don't have a sister i was like shut up man you're gonna rat me out oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> secret jesse lore moments that's hilarious <laughs> i've never um, told anyone that <laughs> really oh my god and now it's on our podcast <laughs> do you want me to cut it no it's fine i don't care i just okay good just yeah that's me, really funny it just occurred to me that like i never confessed to that sin of lying to people <laughs> about my fake sister so i can watch <laughs> so i can Noggin. watch lose clues and peep the big wide world or whatever peep in the big wide world was so good it's very but cute anyway all of that aside i i was interested i did I, I did grow up with shows that involved puppeting as a kid and like looking back the bear in the big blue house puppet mr bear is extremely impressive it's so he's good a, he's a very cool puppet and um i i watched a little bit of between the lions again like it was a little it was a little young for me because i like because that show was all about teaching you how to read and like at that point i already knew how to read so it was like it was redundant for sure, like for for how old I was, but like I could still appreciate that like the character design was very cool and like all the little animated segments and shit was just like, you know, they don't they maybe don't hold up as much now like stylistically and like you know the quality of the animation, but like for the time like it was very cool. Um, but I never really got into Sesame Street or the Muppets, and then I watched Defunct Land's res- retrospective, and it's and I I've I was just fascinated by it, like the way that. Um, all of the different ways that you can puppet like with your hands and like multiple people and like all of the sets that they built and shit and like how fun it seemed to be to like work on stuff like that. I don't know. I just like really fell in love with that idea. Um, uh, Jim Henson himself is like an interesting person. Like I have conflicting opinions on him and it basically boils down to why wasn't, why isn't his wife as famous is why isn't his wife as famous as him? 
because she was like also a very good puppeteer and like he knew he knew that like she had potential and like they worked together primarily based on like they bonded over their love of puppeting and shit but like I, I like in an interview I thought like the Jane um Jane Henson was like they, their marriage was like mostly for like puppeting and like their their craft rather than like romance but like you know it was I guess that time period and like they still wound up having like four fucking kids and she wound up staying home to be a mom while he went off and got famous and like did the shit that both of them were good at and she was like very skilled at as well and like and like you know and then he cheated on his wife and all that so like you know it was that time period where like everyone was a fucking misogynist but like damn it like i still want to hold people accountable like for even sure if it was like a product of their time or whatever whenever it's like, oh, he's whenever he I, passed away so it's like fine or whatever and it's like no it's not like yeah whenever i, don't I know, hear I, stuff like that i think of the scene from uh weirdly enough i think of the scene from rudolph the red-nosed reindeer where the the mom is like i'm gonna go look for i'm gonna help you look for rudolph and the man reindeer the dad reindeer is like no the man reindeer (laughs) he goes no this is man's work and i'm like all right like dude come on just let her go like, look for her missing because, son. <laughs> like, fine. just because it was, just because that was, like, the norm doesn't mean it's not shitty. And, yeah. like, doesn't, like, I, I really feel like, I don't know, like, if the person is has, is dead and, like, they can't really be held accountable for their actions, like, you know, there there's an argument there. But, like, we have the power to look on people unfavorably based on their actions. Like, you know, Mr. Mr. Jim Henson is, you know, unfortunately gone, but... I can still not necessarily agree with all of the shit that he did. And like, I still have the power to make those judgment calls, even though he's not here anymore. And like, I think that we should have that. I don't know. I feel like we should look critically on all creators, even if they were from like a shitty time period, because it was always bad. It was always a shitty thing to do. It was always a shitty mindset. Like, I don't know. I have a complicated relationship with a lot of people throughout history and that I'm inspired by. And Jim Henson is just one of them, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, I um, one of the things that really stood out to me, um, and I think I was mostly inspired by um, Sesame Street, because I never really watched Sesame Street, but the idea of educating children in like lower income areas and like providing a um, providing educational out- outlets for kids that may not otherwise get it is like very very cool, and that was like at its core like what Sesame Street was all about, and um, it got me thinking about how. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, I see a lot of people, I see a lot of people talking about, um, if growing up like LGBT in whatever way, like kind of feels like part of your childhood was like taken from you because like you weren't, you weren't like raised the way that you are. Like I, I, I lost my childhood like as a boy because I wasn't raised that way. Same. And like, like th- that's, a, that's a very common issue with a lot of people that grow up closeted or you know, don't realize who they are later on in life for whatever reason. And it's very sad. Um, and there's also, I feel like, kind of a dearth of educational material for children regarding LGBT identities. So um, I used, or I was inspired by Sesame Street's, like, I don't know, their whole thing. So I, I made, uh, for for Back to Campus Movie Fest, all of this circling Back to Campus Movie Fest, I used this as an excuse to make a puppet show in a week. Mm-hmm. And... I made three puppets with a bunch of discount fabric from Joann's and I love them all so much. And I think I did a really fucking good job. Um, 
and it's really funny and voice acting was like really a joy and um I got Sasha to help me puppet one of the characters and it was really cool like giving direction and like acting together and like you know voice acting along with a friend and shit it was very cool and like I um Unfortunately, I, I thought that I was going to be able to because I, I was kind of wanting to develop like a pilot episode mm-hmm. um, for all of this. And you wanted and me I to come wanting... down to visit to help you puppeteer and, uh, you know, do voices and stuff like to help out. Uh... Yeah, I had big plans for this. Mm-hmm. And like I, I have I have a completed video that I'm pretty proud of. And like it's a little sloppy, but like I made it in a week. And like that's not that's not nothing. Like yeah. I have something that I'm very happy with. And um, I am actually going to turn it in as like my quote final project for one of my classes. I emailed my professor about it and was like, hey, like I never got to show you this. This is what I was going to be working on for the rest of the semester. So like I'm going to send you this video and I'm also going to send him like a ton of concept art and like a demo and like demo footage of additional puppets that I built. Like I'll I'll send him like a, a rough like some notes that I have for like scripts and whatever like that's kind of going to be my final project is sort of like a pitch deck of my final project. Um, so I am like kind of going to be turning something in then, but this is, this is something that I was like really into and like really invested in and unfortunately wasn't able to do all the things that I wanted. Cause I had like so many segments that I wanted to do and like Jesse was going to help me with voices and like Sasha is actually like really good at mimicking my movements for puppeteering. So like that was really cool. Um, Sasha and I had like bits that we were going to be working on together musically like um, I was really excited about it but then like everything went to shit and then like obviously you couldn't come visit because like traveling was like Mm -hmm. kind of dangerous and like you and your parents both are like immunocompromised Mm -hmm. Um, so unfortunately um, a lot of that wasn't able to pan out but um, I am gonna I am going to upload the official CMF cut of um Rainbow Lane is what it's called. That's what I'm mm-hmm. calling it. Which is very um, cute. It's cute. Yeah, one of my friends, uh, shout out to um, shout out to Claire um, at school for helping me come out, come up with that uh, lane. Or helping you come out. That, helping me come out. Um, thank you, Claire, for helping me come up with the name to Rainbow Lane. We were kind of workshopping that when I was like hanging out with them in the gallery one day. It was like very cool. Yeah. Um, appreciate it. A very, it has a very good ring to mm-hmm. it. Um, and now you're now you're a puppeteer and you call yourself a puppeteer because you work with puppets i work with puppets now so i'm a puppeteer now (laughs) i i like i'm pretty sure i like literally have that in my twitter bio now like that i'm a puppeteer yeah if you don't you should because it's very funny (laughs) yeah no i i I know i had the i'm called the puppeteer because i work with puppets i think that was in my instagram uh bio but i'm pretty sure i changed it uh Um, you don't have it uh Oh, you're snooping. Yeah, you're, uh, in your Twitter bio, you don't anymore. Uh, I think you replaced it with "dropped out of college to vibe during the pandemic." Yes, yes, which, that which was is when also I, very that's funny. What I, I changed it when I was like, I am not going to do classes anymore, and I just got Animal Crossing. So, um, been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. It's been very fun. Yeah. Um the ap- the April update just dropped um this morning, and I was playing it before we got on the call. Um. But it's, uh, I guess, spoilers skip ahead like 15 seconds because it like literally just came out. Um, by the time we upload this, it will have been out. But still, I'm not an asshole. Um, but I, there's like there's like two new vendors that come to visit your island uh, and you can buy like shrubs and flowers and shit. Ooh. And the um, yeah, it's cute. You can decorate your island more with like 
flower bushes and like other flowers that you might not be able to find normally. Um, and also the museum has like an art gallery thing. And like one of the vendors uh, named Red apparently deals like counterfeits. <laughs> so you can like buy art from him and put it in the museum. <laughs> Um, I, I think Red was in like the GameCube version of the game. He might have been in New Leaf too, but I've never encountered him. Um, so I'm not really familiar with him, but apparently he's kind of a fan favorite. Um, yeah, Animal Crossing is very cool. And yeah, so I'll be posting my um, CMF cut of Rainbow Lane later today. And I have, um, I ha I've made seven puppets total, but only three of them are featured in the video, unfortunately. So I'll have to do like demo tapes or something of like them moving or, oh, you, you know, lip syncing something. Oh, you know what you could do? You could do like an audition tape for the puppets. Oh, that's like fun. the puppets are auditioning for Rainbow Lane and it's their like audition tape. <laughs> that could be cute. That could be cute. I don't think it would be like, you know, quote, canon within the context yeah. of the show. But I think that's a fun little aside. It could be like a fun, um, like getting to know the character kind of thing. Yeah, I definitely need your help with um, uh, the rats, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the glove rats that I made. Yeah. Fuck, I forgot their names. I'm such a terrible creator. <laughs> Me with my 18 billion OCs. Oh, I think it's I think they're Ratso and Gutter Mouse. Yeah, yeah, it was Ratso and Gutter Mouse. Love them. Was, Very fun. Was I gonna be Ratso or Gutter Mouse? I think you're Gutter Mouse. I think Gutter Mouse is the quote big dumb one. Yeah, that that tracks. Yeah, the basically I'll go through like a short little rundown. The basically my idea for the pilot was the the characters go to like an LGBT community center and like the whatever like skits happen during the show will focus on like a specific theme. Um sometimes it's like, you know, pronouns or like, you know, etiquette within spaces or um sometimes like I think the pilot episode was just going to be like it's opening day for the community center. Um so that one's uh, that I would have given myself a little leeway where it's just like introducing stuff for the pilot episode. But um, Ratso and Gutter Mouse are these two glove puppets. Um, I'll have to like do an uh, example of like what they look like and upload it because it's really it's they're a little hard to describe. Um, but they're glove puppets that are like little rats and they have them living in like the flower box outside of the community center. I built the set too. It's like kind of shitty and I would definitely want to redo it, but like. It serves the purpose. I think it's like a decent mock-up. Mm -hmm. um, Ned likes to sleep in it. Oh, so cool! Yeah, he likes to climb in the flower box or like the uh, the front stoops for like the uh, the steps for the 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 community center. He likes to like curl up in. Um, it's pretty cute, but uh, so I have Ratso and Gutter Mouse, and I have the uh, musical segment with um, Worm Baby and uh, Rattlesnake Jake. Um, that one's very fun. I don't I don't necessarily think I want to give away like the bit for that one because mm -hmm. that one's pretty funny. I've talked to you about yes, it. Yes, it's very good. Um, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do in quarantine to like, you know, mm -hmm. get 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 these puppets out there. You can uh, if it's feasible, you can uh, film something with Worm Baby and Rattlesnake Jake and you can have me just like dub over Rattlesnake Jake like in post. Yeah, that's what I did for my uh, CMF film, honestly. Like, I just voice acted to myself, like, in my bed. And then I, like, I voice acted while I was puppeting as well, just to have, like, separate tracks just in case. Um, but I tried to sync it, like, to the pre-recorded track as much as possible. And it worked out pretty well. Um, 
but I can send you like the video and you can just time out the cadence to like my voice acting and I'll just cut mine. Um, most of it is timing. Most of it is the issue of like limp syncing. Yeah. Um, but that can be, that can be fixed. And I, I have some methods that I, that I've developed and stolen from Jim Henson. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. I, uh, I'll try to upload some stuff and I'll, I'll try to put that out there so you guys can check that out. But yeah, your turn. Uh, I think it's your turn for your little second. Yeah. So, um, I was still in school when all this happened. I was promptly kept kicked out of my dorm uh on campus yeah, oh my god uh with no warning uh it would have been fine if they'd given us some warning uh but they didn't it was literally like a day they were like you got to get out of here by tomorrow yeah like, get the fuck out of it here. was and it was during spring break so a lot of students weren't there uh, and we have a lot of international students who like couldn't leave because their country is like you know locked off from the united states um so it wasn't super well thought out i don't think um, i have an international student or i have a friend that's an international student and she um i believe is able to stay with her sister but that's still like really scary and shitty mm-hmm. i hate that so much yeah it's super frustrating um <coughs> but in any event uh so i had to move back in with my parents which is super fun something that every uh 22 year old really wants to do um sarcasm it isn't uh it's not it's it's been all right but it's like just been like i want to not be here yeah no i like i i need time to myself a lot lately too like and that's not really typical for me like i i you know i love my household very much like sasha and i are very close and tyler and i are obviously like together but even like my my state of mind is to the point where it's like, I need to be like alone for a while. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I'm sure everyone is kind of like, eh, regardless of like what's going on currently. To uh, parrot something that Travis McElroy said on, um, Nibin Bam. Uh, I, it's not that I've spent too much time with my family, but I think I've spent too much time with myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's, it's been a lot, but either way, uh, I have. It sucks though. Like, uh, it sucks though because like you have all of this time to yourself, and like it sucks. And like you know, being introspective all the time is like, you know, yeah, it's not great. Like you know, don't treat yourself like a specimen. Like allow yourself to just live. Yeah. Um, but also it sucks because like I personally don't have a ton of energy for socializing. Like, um, there will be times when I'll be able to like, like I'll just be doing nothing but texting my friends. Like mm-hmm. I'll have like a really good um spurt of like I'm gonna talk to like my friends from school and like Jesse and like you know I'll text my sibling to check up on them and like you know I'll I'll have like a really good thing or like I'll or, or like I'll wanna um make plans to hang out with you on Minecraft with like my household um or like we'll play Animal Crossing with some friends of ours but like for the most part I am like not that interested in socializing right now and it sucks because it's like i don't want to be completely alone but like i don't want to fucking be around people either so it's like what do i do i have the opposite problem where i want to be around people and i want to socialize but i i don't want to seek out socialization because i worry that people don't like me for whatever reason because i've been too introspective uh during all of this and yeah i'm like well these people aren't reaching out to me therefore they must hate my guts yeah, <laughs> I must 
I must stay alone in my in my cave upstairs. That is why we're doing this podcast so we can bridge the gap a little more. Yes, by all means, please. Uh, (laughs) Awesome. In any event, I have been. uh, I'm glad the company is welcome because I always feel like like because I don't know like I feel like shit a lot of the time and I like sometimes I, I I need to talk about the fact that I feel like shit. And, but it's constant, and I don't want to, like, add that to you, because I'm sure you feel like shit, too. And I don't so want to add, like, add to yours, so it's like... Yeah, uh, it's a very delicate balance. Uh-huh. Um, in any event, I uh, was, was taking a, um, a DIS with my um, film professor, uh, at which a DIS is a directed independent study. Uh, Will your professor remain nameless? Like, I, um, I kind of figured... Let's call him... Let's call him... Phil, okay, yeah. Let's call him Phil. So Phil is my film professor at the college I go to. Uh, and I was doing a, a directed independent study with him, which means that it's it's basically like you just have a, a set meeting every week or so with your professor and you work out, you know, you workshop like I'm going to, you know, if you're an engineering student, you know, you might your DIS might be, I'm going to build a bridge or whatever. And, and under... It's just going to be me, and I'm going to be under the guidance of my professor, who, you know, knows a thing or two about this field and can help guide me. But most, for the most part, it I'm going to be on my own. It kind of sounds like a, it kind of sounds like a thesis project. It sounds like what I'm going to have to do whenever I'm able to go back to school. Kind of. It's like a thesis, but for undergrads. But you can have multiple, I think. I'm not for sure how it works. But basically, it's like a simple, like, one-on-one course. Um, and for that course, it seems cool. I don't know if I have the discipline for that, but it seems cool. Yeah. Uh, for for that, I am writing a screenplay, which uh, is uh, uh, a Fort Knox superhero thing that I pitched in uh, the last episode of Best Boys Proper. Uh, really? Was that that recent? That's very disappointing. I thought we had done more since then. No, it, oh, we've done we've done deep dives. Yeah, we've, we've done, done deep dives we, for we sure. We did a lot of deep dives, and then we fell off the. We fell off the map for a bit, and now we're back. It, it was about a year ago when we last did uh, our our proper. We missed, we missed the best boys year anniversary. We did, yeah. Our first uploaded episode, I think, was in February. That sucks. Yeah. Oh well, happy one year. <laughs> yeah, happy one year. Uh, it's late, but we have a decent backlog for one year. And and I'm and we're, we got some stuff in the can. Uh, moving forward. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like displeased with our progress mm. after one year. We're on Spotify. Yeah, we're on. Check iTunes. us out there. <laughs> I'm gonna plug. We're on Spotify and iTunes. We are on iTunes. Yeah, we are on iTunes, Spotify. Nice. I uh, actually didn't know that. <laughs> we're on Google Play. I've told you this. We're on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, pretty much on all the major uh streaming platforms for podcasting. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I am so happy for it's us. Super cool. Yeah, you know what? After a year, after after a year, that's pretty good. Yeah, like considering, yeah, it's pretty good. Um actually, yeah, let me, let me see. We're available on seven different platforms. Uh we're available on uh Google Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, uh iTunes, Overcast, R- Radio Public, and Spotify. I haven't heard of some of those. Uh, so basically whenever we do the outro we can just say we're available on spotify itunes or wherever you find podcasts pretty much yeah 
because good lord, I have never heard of some of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Very cool. Yeah, it's go us. It's awesome. Uh, Thank you for listening. If you like, give a shit about our content, then like, like us as people. We appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're not like famous, but like we have people that like us, and that's awesome. Yeah. So thank you for liking us. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> then anyway, uh, which if you don't remember the script that I pitched uh, last time, it was uh, a group of supervillains during the Great Recession in like two thousand nine, uh, planning to rob Fort Knox, and they they're kind of you know wacky miscreants who don't. I forgot that it was during the recession in 2009. That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, and it's got some real <laughs> that fun... That specific setting is very good. And it's got some really fun uh, character dynamics. Like, uh, the main characters are a brother-sister duo who have been out of the supervillain game for a while. Uh, one of them is, like, a, 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 a doofy inventor who's, like, who robs places for all only, like, glory... Uh, so he like <laughs> he just wants clout. He wants clout, so he steals like you know Don Knotts's Emmy and like uh like an old uh you know Metallica record or something like you know that there's like that uh there's like a very famously there's a movie that Robert Rodriguez directed uh starring John Malkovich that has been like locked in a safe somewhere and will be opened until uh 2115 I think huh uh I don't remember what the movie's about I think it's a short film but either way I think he would he would definitely like this character would go and steal that if that was available uh in 2009 yeah that sounds like something he'd be in uh but it's it's really fun and goofy and I've come up with some like fun characters and stuff um and I'll give Phil this. It's, you know, quarantine, pandemic, and all that. And, you know, he's been, uh, you know, his, his kid, he has two kids, uh, and he's, you know, stuck at home with his two kids and his wife, who's also a professor that I have, and she's great. And she's been really up to date on, you know, keeping up with students and stuff. So I guess Phil, I think, is like maybe responsible for just like you know taking care of like the kids so maybe he doesn't have a lot of free time to you know hit up students and stuff but that being said i emailed i mean i emailed him uh or rather he emailed me right after uh all of this happened and was like hey uh do you want to schedule like a, a google hangouts or a zoom meeting or something in the near future and i was like yeah sure i'm, I'm available these days uh, and then he never emailed me back. Uh, and then I waited three weeks and was like, hey, um, never heard back from you. So uh, are we are we still on for like meeting up to talk about the, the script? Are we cool? Are we good? Are, did I do? Hey, are we cool? Did I do something? Did I do something? Did I do something wrong? Did I did I hurt your feelings? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, But he was like, yeah, sure. Just uh, tomorrow at 11 or whatever. And I was like, cool. And I uh gone on a google hangouts with him at uh that day at 11 and he was like yeah don't sweat your grade man you know i i just want you to be able to get something out of it you know so like don't sweat your grade and i was like cool that tells me nothing (laughs) yeah like Like, i'm gonna pass at that point at that point 
at that point, like, should you even bother? Like, it's like I have three other classes that I need to like do a lot of stuff in right now. So I guess I don't really need to worry too much about. I don't need to sweat my grade in this one, so I'll just sweat my grade in the other three. So says Phil. Yes. Phil says, "Don't sweat your grade, man." Yeah. Phil says, "Hey, don't don't worry about it." Um, dude sounded like he was fucking blazed. He, like, he, dude, don't. He, it's cool. Per- Phil perpetually sounds like uh, he has either just woken up from a really rough hangover, or that he's <laughs> blazed out of his mind. Wow. Uh, I don't know. If either of those are true, that like he, you know, uh, drinks or smokes or anything, I don't know for sure. I do know that he drinks. I don't know how often he drinks, but I have regularly seen him uh, at a a bar near campus. So, hmm. And I have heard him uh, going out for drinks with uh, friends and students and so forth. So who's to say? Yeah, maybe he really is just like nursing a rough one every every fucking day. That sucks. I don't know, but like he'll come into class at like, you know, we'll have a class at like four or something, and he'll come in like and he's like rubbing his eyes, like he's like really tired or hungover or whatever. And I'm like, bro, did you just wake up, (laughs) bro? It's four. It's four four in the p.m. You good? Yeah. um it's four o'clock somewhere (laughs) here it's four uh, what's up bud so i am working on that uh slowly but surely right now i'm gonna focus more on the other classes uh but uh probably a good idea yeah but i do uh i am happy with how the script's coming and i like the characters and stuff that i'm writing um yeah from what you've told me it seems like you've got some cool stuff and also let me compliment you really quick. You're very good at like boiling down a character into like a pretty short pitch. Like obviously you got a little bit more in depth with the 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 person that likes to steal like for clout, mm-hmm. but um with the you mentioned like they're like siblings that are like out of they've been out of the villain game for a bit and I was like, "Cool. I have a pretty good sense of these characters with like very minimal like wordage." So I just thought that that was very cool. Yeah, it's a really fun setup. I don't think I'm good at that. I don't I don't think I'm good at like boiling down a character to like a basic pitch line rather than just like talking about them as if they're like a trope. Yeah. And that's not good. That's not a w- good way to like sell your character, but like I-, I need to get better about that. I want this movie to be Ocean's 11 but with superpowers with higher stakes and less characters. Which yeah, honestly, and the characters just seem like seeming to be more like ridiculous. Yeah, and like uh so like uh they're one character like is introduced like in the middle of a robbery like uh the inventor character is literally robbing edward monks the scream from like uh, a museum in norway uh when they like bump into each other or whatever um yeah <laughs> and there's a character who is in prison and they have to break him out uh and there's like a local like uh like a uh a, like a yeehaw cowboy like mob boss uh sort of situation that they have to recruit and there's like another retiree who works at a candy shop and she's like kind of just weird and like emotionally immature in like a weird way yeah and it's like it's a fun like set of characters with like a fun sort of dynamic all together 
that I, I think is really fun and uh, I'm glad you're like decently happy about this thing that you have to do for school, even if it's like not exactly what you wanted it to be. So I started going to the college I go to because I thought it had a decent film program and it doesn't. Uh, it has three film professors. One of them is Phil, who is fairly lazy and doesn't do a whole lot and mostly just shows us clips from Jaws and is like, look at the cinematography. It's good. End of class. You know, and whatever. Um, Whoa. <laughs> we have, uh, there's a professor uh, who is really cool uh, and is actually a good teacher. He taught a horror film class that I took last uh, summer. It, it was a really yeah, good Yeah, I remember that. It was really good, and it was, like, interesting. Very interesting. He raised interesting points about uh, depictions of race and gender in uh, horror movies. You know, the trope of, like, the the final girl and, like, the black guy dies first and whatever and, like, yeah. stuff like that. And he showed us, like, different uh, horror movies from across different decades and genres within horror. Uh, we watched The Ring, uh, and it was really good. Uh, this is not a class that I think I would be able to enjoy because I cannot handle horror. Yeah, but, like that is very. I also can't. You can like stomach movies. Like I also that. can't handle horror because I'm a scaredy cat. But also, I like being scared a little bit sometimes. Nice. So it's, it's a it's a fun little balance for me. Uh, That's good. I I I do I I don't enjoy being scared. It like it is like. I don't, I mean, it might be the same for you, but, like, being scared is, like, physically painful for oh, me. Oh, yeah. And it, like, but, like... It sucks. For me... <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I don't like when it. When I'm able to, like, control the scary in, like, the fear and whatever, it's, like, kind of fun. It's like playing a scary video right. game. Like, you know, we, we got together and, and played uh, Five Nights at Freddy's for a little bit a few months back, which, cringe culture, bleh, whatever, um but it's it's a fun suspense game like whatever like uh, yeah animatronics are cool it has a lot of like 13 year old fans and just because it has a lot of 13 year olds largely lgbt fans it's something that is therefore cringy and bad and easy to make fun of and i, I think like you know there are people that are fucking weird about it mm -hmm. but like that's the case for everything there's a lot of like... people who really want to fuck purple guy and it's weird but i don't get it but mm. like i'm yeah, but that's not the fault of the fucking video game. Yeah, that doesn't mean the video game is bad. The video game is actually really good, and it's a solid horror movie game thing. It's not a horror movie yet. Uh, we watched uh, we watched Achievement Hunter play Five Nights at Freddy's in VR, and it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, and like it is genuinely scary, and like you, but there's some like control you have over it of like you know. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, if you're in, like, a haunted hedge maze or something, you know, there's no escape. You either, you just have to get through the hedge maze, and if you don't, you're gonna die, you know, or whatever. But if you're watching a movie that's scary, you can just turn it off. You know, I kind of think I like walking through haunted things more so than watching scary things and i don't know why that interesting. is interesting like i i'm not like a huge fan of going to haunted houses but like i have been to them and i do enjoy them um 
it depends. Like, I don't think I could go to Halloween Horror Nights or anything that's, like, huge scale and, like, you know, very... Like, the idea of a scare zone in a park where, like, the people, like, run up to you and shit, like, and you're not in, like, a designated, like, I don't know, like, house. Mm-hmm. that I don't really enjoy that. Like, if I'm just walking from point A to point B, I don't want to have somebody come up to me. They're, like, designated scare zones yeah. that I'm sure you could avoid. But, like, I don't know. That's not, I, that doesn't necessarily sound my, like my cup of tea. But I have been to, like, haunted house attractions that are, like, local. And they're pretty cool. There was one, um... In my hometown, I think it was supposed to be, like, the local, like, high school cheerleaders put it on. And it was incredible. It was really fucking scary. And then, like, there was a lot of, like, extremely disturbing imagery. Like, there was a... They built, like, a tree. And then there was, like, a person inside of the tree set, like, shaking it back and forth. And, like, there was, like, bloody baby dolls hanging from the tree branches. It was very disturbing. Um... But there's been a couple of things that I've been to that I've enjoyed. And I feel like it might be, obviously, I don't touch the scare actors. I do not do that because I know that that's their job and it's a whole thing. But I feel like being in the situation in person kind of makes me feel like I have more control over it rather than watching a movie because, like, Interesting. I can't fight the thing on screen. Like, I like it's just something that I'm going to have to watch and deal with. But theoretically speaking... If someone runs up on me, I could fight back if I have to, mm-hmm. which I don't do. I don't put my hands on any of the employees, and I honestly don't even go to haunted things very often because sometimes when Tyler startles me, I do punch them. Oh, no. So I I limit. I want to limit my exposure to that in case like that's a thing that is a problem. Mm-hmm. But I don't hit scare actors, but... Theoretically speaking, if I am like literally in a space where something is a threat, I could theoretically fight it yeah. off. I want. I don't. I don't. I wonder if that's why. Theoretically, you could uh, like uh, uh, punch the scary scarecrow man running at you in the face, but you cannot punch Michael Myers in the movie in the face. Yes, kind I, of. If you and did, you like, would break your your giant TV, and you would be like very sad yes. about it, and you'd have to go buy a new one. Yes, that would suck a whole lot because I really like our new giant TV. <laughs> um, we we splurged a little bit and got a giant TV. Mm-hmm. And now we can play giant Animal Crossing and we can watch giant Scooby-Doo. And we can play giant Minecraft all together. And we've been watching giant Darkwing Duck. <laughs> yeah, we want, the first thing we watched on this TV was giant Darkwing Duck. It was awesome. Uh-huh. Um but anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, like the 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 and and also within the movie there is like canon to it, like it is like that world. So it's like if it's a spooky scary ghost or whatever, that's a real spooky scary ghost that I'm still subjected to and can't punch. But in the real world, if I'm in a haunted place, uh, like a haunted mansion thing or whatever, I know it's fake. Like I know it's fake because we're in the real world. Mm-hmm. We're not in the scary movie world. Like, I know that these are probably people that I might actually go to high school with. Like, you know, this is this is the warehouse behind the old frozen yogurt shop. Like, I, I know I know that I'm I'm for the most part safe, but I can punch if I need That's, to. <laughs> that sounds like a like a primo Scooby Doo like investigation area, like the spooky warehouse behind the frozen yogurt shop. <laughs> Yeah, that closed down. <laughs> it's not even a frozen yogurt Ch- place anymore. Jaggy Scooby just... I don't know what it is anymore. Jaggy's just like, like, can we just go to the frozen yogurt place, man? Please? 
Fred's like, there hasn't been a frozen yogurt shop in 50 years, gang. What <laughs> and Fred Welker is like, treasure. <laughs> treasure. <Yeah. laughs> Fred Welker. Frank Welker. Sorry. Oh, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that in the next deep dive. Uh, yes, I'm excited. Uh, so that's all I have for my thing is just uh, bitching about Phil. Um, yeah, complaining about school. Yeah. Um, um, so I don't gotta swap my grade, which is cool, but uh, haven't gotten a whole lot out of it thus far, except for I've you know actually sat down and written some pages of things, so that's fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's not nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a short thing. It's not like super developed, um, or anything. Um, I'm not really sure how this is gonna go, but um. I've been doing a little bit better lately, but beforehand, I, um, Tyler and I both were not doing super well mental health wise during all of mm-hmm. this, but we had discussed, or Tyler shyly suggested, um, us developing a video game together to kind of like take our mind off of everything and like have something to work on. Cause like being productive does make me happy. Like having things to work on and like having a project to be invested in is like something that I enjoy. So, um, uh, that's something that we're like kind of thinking about. Tyler has a game um, that they've been wanting to do for a while. I'm going to let them take the reins creatively. Um, and we've kind of been talking about like influences for the game, like things that Tyler like ha- is inspired by and like kind of a vibe that they're trying to go for. Uh, we've been kind of ironing out story uh, things and it seems like Tyler doesn't have a whole lot. So there's kind of a lot to flesh out. So that's pretty interesting. Um, we have to develop a whole cast of characters, but, and like write out a script, but that seems like, I don't know. I, I feel a little bit creatively burnt out, so I don't really come want to come up with my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of cool to just like help Tyler with their thing. And also like, you know, I have a body of work and like stuff that I've done. Um, like I've had, I have finished projects and like, you know, completed videos and things that I've done, but Tyler doesn't necessarily have that. So I'd like to, I'd like to help in any way that I can. Um, but it's, uh, I don't, without giving too much away because this is like Tyler's thing. Um, and at that point we could just have them on as a guest and like, once we start working on it more properly. Um, but it's going to be a, uh, like isometric RPG that's like horror based. Um, and it involves a spooky campground and like, hidden things and like you know finding um secret things that you're not supposed to find and like um there's supposed to be like supernatural elements and stuff and uh Tyler has like motifs that they want to focus on that I I'm very intrigued by um so without giving too much away it's it's just like a cool like I don't know it's Tyler is very much inspired by the game Corpse Party which I have never played but it seems like that look is what they're going for and that kind of like feel Um, a very simple like stylized game but still like having horror elements and like you know a a fairly scary story so that's like very cool yeah and something that I am like excited to hopefully work on soon Tyler has homework I assigned them homework to make me like a mood board and they still have not Mm -hmm. done that so (laughs) Um, so that's my little thing. I don't, I don't know, um, how far along we'll get with that. That's kind of depending on, on Tyler and like what all they're wanting to do, but it's a cool little thing. Might, 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 might work on that for a while or over the course of like a long time. 
and you have a secret project, sort of, right? So are we going to unveil that secret? Yes, we will unveil the secret. Uh, I've been feeling really creatively burnt out during all of this, uh, and I've been really distracting myself by playing a lot of video games and uh, watching a lot of like old movies. Uh, I watched The Jungle Book for the first time recently. I didn't realize that was your first time seeing I have it. I watched seen... The Jungle Book all the time as I've a kid. seen, like bits of it i've seen the full movie but not all the way through like i would watch like half of it and then i would have to go do something else and then like you know years later i would you know i would catch like the second half on in the background of like summer camp or something but i would never watch the full thing all the way through just never got around to it um weird yeah and i i really love that one it's um... pretty good i hate i hate Ka, and I think the reason I hate him is because of the way he's he's drawn. It makes me very uncomfortable because I forgot how much really? I was. I I genuinely like had a really big fear of snakes as a kid, and I forgot like oh. I forgot that I like wow. did because I thought I just got over it because like snakes are cool and fun. And then I saw like him like open his mouth, and his mouth is all white on the inside, and he's like ready to eat Mowgli. And I'm like, oh right, I forgot about that. Whoa. <laughs> Shit, snakes are terrifying. I forgot. Yeah, I was like, oh, right, that thing could kill me easily. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. I forgot that you had a uh, you had like a fear of snakes. I think you also mentioned that you were afraid of bears, right? Like uh, maybe more so than the average bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of real bears. I'm not afraid of like Baloo because Baloo is like a fun cartoon boy. Right. Okay. But I'm if if I see like a grizzly bear in in the meat space like regardless of if it's in a zoo or in like you know a, a reserve or whatever or if it's just you know on a nature trail or something i feel like full hairs on the back of my neck stand up because i'm like oh jesus god that thing is gonna murder me i don't th- I, I guess i forgot that you just have fears of like scary animals or like animals that are um you know, could kill you, obviously. Yeah, um, um, like, bears, to me, I've, I've told people, like, I've explained to people, like, bears are, like, furry tanks. And people, like, yeah, they, really they laugh are. at that. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that thing, it, it's just, like, it's like a hundred-something pounds of muscle. Like, and it's just, it's covered in fur, but it's also, under that fur, it's a bunch of claws and teeth and lots of muscle that can rip you in half. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely... Like, um, I'm sorry, but it's a little spooky. <laughs> it's not to be trifled with, for sure. I, I don't think I fear they can these animals, but I, I do have a healthy amount of respect for them, and I definitely would want to avoid them, like, for the most they part. They are, like, the perfect, um, like, killing machine. They can, they're faster than humans on land, in water. They can climb up trees. You're not safe anywhere from these bears. Ultimately. Yeah. Okay. That's very fair. I um, I don't. I still don't. I watched them, a lot of Animal Planet I... as a kid. <laughs> God, me too. I was just. I was just really. I think I was just really distracted by the most extreme animations to That's like fair. really care about anything else that was being shown to me. That's fair. Yeah, I would just watch like. Speaking uh, of fucking Animal Planet, this is definitely not anything related to animals, but it's on Animal Planet. Sasha and I watched on Hulu this um. That series, Treehouse Masters. I don't understand why We're that's like, on Animal Planet. I have no idea, but it's a really good show, and I like it. It is it a fun. Lot. My dad watches it sometimes, and it's like it's better than it's the nice. other shows that he watches. 
It's like pretty pleasant. Yeah. It's like a fairly wholesome show. I mm-hmm. like it. Um, but secret project. It's a bunch of like a lot of it is a bunch of like you know community centers getting stuff that they deserve or like rich people mm-hmm. like being frivolous, um, which is unfortunate. But like the main cast is like pretty cool. Like the 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 treehouse building team is pretty. nice. There used to be a, um, a show on uh, Animal Planet called Tanked. Which was they would build like uh big like fancy aquariums for people. Oh, that's interesting. So they would have like you know I want uh like I I'm a I'm a skater I skateboard and I want a ramp that's also an aquarium, and they would like have to build an aquarium that could safely house fish, and like the glass wouldn't get scratched or anything by you know someone skateboarding up it, and also it's in the shape of a ramp. Like a half Absolutely pipe. bonkers. Uh, Nobody should have that much money. No one should have that much money. And there were also like restaurants who like, we want like a cool like aquarium in the middle of our restaurant or our dentist office or whatever. And they would like get some like cool fish in the aquariums and they would show like the whole process of like welding the glass together and melting it in like the right shape and whatever. I don't know. It was really cool. I like it. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Uh, I don't think that's that. I don't think that is as ridiculous as the half pipe one. Oh yeah, there there were like ridiculous ones. Uh, that were there was it. It was more like f- interesting and fun to watch, but like actually thinking about it for more than two seconds makes you go like, what? Why? Yeah, like what a fucking asshole! Like, come on, like, man. You're just just have an aquarium. Just have an aquarium. Like, why not have the aquarium be like the back wall? against your half pipe so like you can like skate and behind you like you can like film yourself skating and like in the backdrop is just like a whole lot of fish like yeah that would be sick that's like way cooler it's way cooler way safer way cooler way safer for the fish and you uh because if you do end up breaking that glass like that's gonna be you're fucked it's gonna be a bunch of shards of glass everywhere and fish and also everywhere. fish everywhere that are gonna die because you were an idiot <laughs> because and you're and you're fucking um because rob deerdick really wanted the his shark cool... that you put in the tank is gonna kill yeah, you because rob deerdick really wanted his cool uh fish aquarium thing that he could skate on because he's just so radical he's <laughs> just so ridiculous <laughs> that he needs it so bad so, what are you doing for your secret project? Secret project. I think we got off track. Yeah, we got really off track. Secret project uh, is I uh, creatively have been really out of the loop, and I needed something to do. And I had an idea a very, very long time ago to uh, take segments of Best Boys proper and uh, full episodes of Best Boys Deep Dive, condense them down, and put them to video. Uh, so, like use clips from uh you know movies and shows that we're talking about uh to uh you know emphasize and like make clear what it is specifically we're talking about because it's hard to say like oh and in this scene shaggy pulls a gun on someone and it's really funny and it's like it's way funnier i think and more interesting to actually see it happening you know what i mean or to have like yeah, you're kind of like you're kind of video essayifying our podcast. Yeah, and like having it sort of like having like visual aids to kind of uh, help represent like where the like where certain things are happening and like 
uh, you know, if we're saying like this character design is bad and weird, then like we can just have the character like on screen to emphasize the point or whatever. Yeah, that's and very also we true. can put in like more. Jokes. I think we do. I think we do it. I think we have a. I think we do a decent job of describing the characters. Yeah, but um, yeah, that that I think that would be to our advantage, yeah. and I feel like it could also help us just like condense the episode and like help us get our point across faster because a lot of the episodes sometimes are just you like literally narrating like the story yeah and if you're right if we could just show what we're talking about that can help us like you know obviously still listen to the podcast for but, sure like, you know the videos might make things a, a little more like a more for for the for the busy youtube <laughs> for, like, just on the go i don't have time to listen to this whole podcast episode <laughs> i'll just watch this like 10 minute video that jesse made <laughs> um just a more a slightly like it's i get it i have a shitty attention span too i understand <laughs> yeah but like you know uh the videos are still ultimately gonna be long but like not not two hours long like our blue brothers episode was um or two and a half hours like i think uh ghoul school ended up being uh but you know uh it's just something you know chunk it out into a more digestible like kind of uh uh video segment sort of uh and also like some highlight maybe like a, a fun highlight reel of the podcast or something uh uh for like new listeners or something maybe we could put that as like the channel trailer or something sure yeah that's not a bad idea uh, just something to like oh at the end of the day it's something to keep me distracted uh during all of this nonsense yeah um it's cool though. I'm 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 I, I hope you're I hope you're successful there. Yeah, thank you. Um uh so I'm not I don't think we should mention like we have sort of a schedule in mind, but we will maybe announce that on Twitter after we're like sure that we can maintain yeah. it. Um but we have some stuff in the can that we're working on and we'll hopefully be able to upload for the next like probably maybe month fairly regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we'll we'll have some other stuff coming as well. Yeah, and I have some uh, fun ideas for some deep dives. Um, I've been, like I said, I've been getting into playing old video games, so that's been giving me some new inspirations for uh, tackling new subjects and uh, ideas and topics, which could be really interesting. I think. Uh, yeah, you've been watching a ton of old shit to talk about, and honestly, me too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, there's definitely some things. Maybe I'm like really interested in like the. Um, Again, honestly, like this entire episode is just me plugging Defunct Land. Like he's just fucking mm-hmm. cool. I uh, <laughs> I just really admire and respect him a lot. So like, check his shit out. Like, check out his work and like, check out a bunch of other um, theme park folks that do a lot of similar stuff to him. And like, um, I think Defunct Land does it in a very interesting way. And like, maybe a little bit more creative than like some of the other channels that I follow. But like, they're all very good and they're all like super interesting and cool people. Um, and it's a very interesting. A uh, topic that I draw a lot of inspiration and like uh, creativity from. So like, yeah, check out Defunct Line. He's mm-hmm. great. Um, but yeah, I, I I agree. Like, I think you you have you've tapped into a well of opportunity to like talk about shit on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of Defunct Plan, we also uh, at some point are going to do an episode where we workshop uh, uh, my D and D slash uh sort of uh just actual play podcast uh uh that is role plus queer that is uh still in the works uh for the time being and i have like uh i'm dming for the first time and i need to figure out that whole situation uh 
and Leo. It's pretty Leo fun. Leo being a, an expert in theme parks because our first uh, season or arc or whatever is set in a theme park. Uh, will be helping me flesh out the world of that a bit. I am so stoked. Mm -hmm. I love theme parks so much. (laughs) I love incorporating theme park elements into my work. I think it's like super cool and fun. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll help in any way that I can. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all for listening to our uh, most recent episode of Best Boys, Quarantine Edition, unfortunately. But um, hopefully this can be a small light in the darkness for some of our friends and loved ones that like to listen to this. And And maybe um, it can be a... It will a launching be. off point for potentially season two of uh, this whole situation. Season season two, best boys. Oh yeah, we've been here for a year, and I have, I still have a desire to create stuff for like this venture. So yeah, we'll 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 be sticking around and developing things for for later yeah. on. Um, we have some stuff in the works for the for the coming month. And um, I believe that this show will also be a light in the darkness for both Jesse and I as well. So thank you all for being a part of it. And uh, take care of each other. Stay home. Wash your hands, etc. Mm-hmm. Be really fucking nice to grocery store employees. Yeah. Or I swear to God, I'll beat you to death. Also, like, if you, also, <laughs> if you can, stay home. Don't go anywhere. Like, literally. Like, literally, you don't need Starbucks. You do not need fucking Starbucks. Oh, my just, God. Like, I work at a grocery store, so I kind of understand the people that need to be there to, like, get fucking food for their house so they can avoid going out in the future. Sure. I understand. You don't need fucking you Starbucks. You don't need Starbucks. Stay you home. Don't need McDonald's. You don't need Panera. Make your own goddamn coffee. Just go, go to, you know, a Wawa or a Publix or a Winn-Dixie or some other southern chain that doesn't exist anywhere but here yeah <laughs> we live in a uh, we live a in a society we live in a great like we live, <laughs> we live in a great little like puddle of like things where we can get junk food from mm-hmm. um but also getting fucking uber eats and getting delivery doesn't count you are still putting somebody else at risk mm-hmm. you are making somebody else do your dirty work if you're fuck if off. you're no. going to if you like need fucking fast food because it's cheap and like I totally get it. Sometimes you just want to have like you know what for four twenty Tyler and I went and got Taco Bell. I am sorry, but we went through the fucking drive through. We didn't make somebody else go, go out. The drive through, um, and if uh if you if you really want to go somewhere, uh don't don't do fast food. Go go to like a a local store. Go to a mom and pop because. We also went to a local place mm-hmm. here and we did pick up. It was my awesome. Parents, and it was my parents, like a real... My parents huh? got pick up from a, a local pizza place and I cried. It was so good. I don't even like their pizza that much, but I was just so happy to have something that wasn't <laughs> homemade for once in, yeah, for once in oh like six God. weeks. I... I've literally been home for six weeks and I'm losing it. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I've been lucky enough to be able to go to work still. Yeah. But like, fuck. Um... Well, yeah, we've got some fun stuff coming out soon. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for joining us on this year uh, journey. Oh, Leo, and Leo, yes. where, where, where can I find you? I want to. Oh, where can you find? Yeah, me? where are you? I want to, you know, follow your stuff, and I want to see all your art and your follow your process and your creative process and stuff, and check out all your Animal Crossing uh, hot takes. Where can I? Where can I yes, see that? Thank you. 
I, I've been uploading lots of screenshots of my friends and I hanging out on our Animal Crossing islands. So if, that, if that's something that you're interested in, I'm on Twitter at gouache underscore boy, G-O-U-A-C-H-E boy. Um, and I'm on Twitter. My art Twitter is um, at gboydles, G period B-O-Y-D-L-E-S. Where can I find you, Jesse? Uh, you can find all my political hot takes uh, because I posted a weird thread like first thing i woke up and i got mad about politics and i posted a thing on twitter about that so that's yes i loved your i loved your american labor party thread what a yeah i'm so i i I love it i love watching my friends go feral on twitter and like get angry about the same stuff as me it's awesome (laughs) you can uh you can find me on twitter and instagram uh and twitch i haven't done anything on twitch yet Except for one time, which was a mistake. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were trying to get that worked up or worked out, but we are having technical difficulties. My there. computer. But sucks. if we have anything, yeah, if we have anything, um, if we have anything that we can do, uh, God, taking out on my Twitch. <clears throat> we'll we'll let if you we know. have anything that we can do streaming wise, we'll we'll post about it on our twitter oh my god i haven't plugged i was gonna say yeah i was about to say um you can find us on twitter at best boys tmc that's best boys with a z tmc as in the media cage Mm -hmm. so check us out there i'll be posting um whatever updates and you know uh, retweeting stuff that jesse and i post just to like you know Mm -hmm. plug our and i i but yeah you can you can and i still haven't said my at uh you can find me at twitter uh instagram twitch probably some other social media platforms that i'm forgetting uh that i'm on uh at jdanny626 uh that is yeah you changed, I changed it. it around i'm not orc i'm not orc cop or uh grinch fat anymore uh the end of an the, era I'm it's so the end sorry. of an era i gotta gotta have that branding going on uh you can find me at uh jdanny626 that is j-d-a-n-n-i-626 as in stitch yay because you're cringy <laughs> damn all right <laughs> no <I'm kidding. laughs> no i don't, get it don't um, come here for my wig king <laughs> <laughs> oh my you God. can have it and that's that on that on that period we can't say that we're white stop it we can't say that we're not cool enough to talk like that (laughs) yeah (laughs) well anyway have a good one y'all stay safe out there stay safe wash your hands stay at home you fucking monsters (laughs) don't get starbucks have a good one Mm -hmm.